Hello, and welcome to episode... 26? No, 23? 23, I believe. If you talking YouTube to me. Um, and today, we're going to be talking about a special project that we've been working on for the past several months. Um, maybe almost a year. Almost a year, probably. Um, but first, is there uh, anything else you want to talk about and get it out of the way? Um, yeah. What? Uh, my son's missing. Okay, what's... Can you give me a description of your son for the... Or give the audience a description of your son? He's about nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he weighs about, uh, 85 pounds. Okay. And he is, um, really dirty. How dirty, though? Mud bath status. Mud bath status? That's up there. That's a code brown. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually, like, code dark brown. Almost code black. No, not quite. Not even close, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Just don't say it again. Any other identifiable features? Uh, he has a nose. Mm-hmm. A really good one, too. God, that guy's sniffer is, like, one of the best I've ever seen. One of the best snouts in town. No, not quite. But he has a good nose. Who, do you, who do you think does have the best snout in town? Maybe me. Maybe. Jimmy um, Snouts has a good snout. Who? Jimmy Snouts. Well, my mic just fell. Whoopsie daisy. Who's Mike? Mike Snouts. Mike Snouts. Mike it's, Hunt. Uh, it's Mike Hunt's uh, brother. Mike Taint. <laughs> but you just said it was Mike Snouts. Yeah, but his cousin is Mike Taint. They have the same first name, different last oh. names. The microphone fell again. <laughs> it's trying to get closer to you. Alright, hopefully this stays now. Um, does your son respond to a name? Yeah. What name? Um, Kyle. Kyle, what's his last name? Callahan. Kyle Callahan? No, that's not his real last name. That's not my last name either. Okay. Is it? Then why did you say it? It's just a last name? Yeah, it's a really common last name. It's not mine. Oh. Um, it's actually, um, Bimbo. Kyle Bimbo? Yeah. Nine feet tall, 85 pounds, has a nose, and his mud bath status dirty. Yeah. Okay, so if any of the viewers see him, do you want to say a message to him, maybe, if, if you want to Kyle, if you're listening, buddy, um, me, just come home. Actually, go to your mother's house. Who's his mother? I didn't know that, uh, that... Mrs. Bimbo. That's oh. the mother. Mrs. Bimbo's the mother? Yeah. Where does she live? Uh, in Bimboville. That sounds fake. Uh, it's not. It's the second town over from where we live. I'm surprised you haven't been there. Yeah, because it doesn't exist. You go there on your way to Boston. No, you I don't. It. You pass I, through it. I would know if I went to Bimboville. Well, clearly you don't. I, I've I, seen pictures of you in Bimboville. Well, then that's not even real. You're just making it I up. I saw a picture of you standing next to the sign that says, Welcome to Mimboville. <laughs> was I wearing the Mickey Mouse hat? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't me. Oh, okay. That was, there's another guy in town who looks just like me, but he wears a Mickey Mouse hat a lot. Is that actually true? Yes. Really? Yeah. Does he have special needs? Uh, I can't confirm or deny that, but he does wear a Mickey Mouse hat almost every day. Where, where can I see him? I just, like, if you go behind Stop and Shop... You know where Shogun is, the the, yeah. the hibachi place? Yeah. 
He usually hangs out, like, behind there. Wait, really? Yeah. I can't tell if you're kidding. I'm not kidding. And he's not, it's not like a hat just with a picture of Mickey Mouse. It's like one of those hats that you get at Disney World yeah. where it's like... Like the ears. Yeah, it has the ears on it and it's like a little, like, pinwheel type hat. And he it looks like colored, like rainbow colored hat? Yeah, and it looks just, he looks just like me. I didn't mean to call him it, but this person looks just like me. Wow. Yeah. It's my doppelganger. We hang out. It's your evil twin. No, Ben. <laughs> He's not evil. He just is misunderstood. Sorry. Do you Sorry, have an evil? Do you have a doppelganger or a doppelganger? Yeah, he doesn't live anywhere near here, though. Oh, what? What's his? Because uh, little do people know, but there's a person who looks exactly like you somewhere in the world. Mine's very coincidental. One in a one in a one point six billion chance that he lives near me. But there's a person who looks just like you, but they do one thing very differently. For for my doppelganger, he wears the Mickey Mouse hat all this, the time. Is this a true, like, stat? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, re- I heard something on, a, on NPR. What's NPR? It's a radio station for smart people. Oh. So you don't know what your doppelganger does that's different from you? I know exactly what he does. What? He jerks off with his left hand. Oh. Do you... I don't jerk now, that's... off. That's interesting. Do you and your doppelganger come at the same time? No. No? Well, yeah, no. Not usually. Well, because your doppelganger's so far away that... There's, if, like, a time... There's yeah, there's a little difference. bit of a lag. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you'll just, like... Sometimes it'll take a little while to load. If he has the urge to splurge, and I don't, it's very, very, um... It's like a power struggle. It's like it's like two magnets, but it's the very, ends don't attract... It's not very efficient. It's not an and efficient it's system. pretty painful. <laughs> That's why me and Mickey Mouse Man are on the same on the same uh, on the yeah, same I'm page. Yeah, I'm down to, to live down here. He lives in L.A. Oh wait, he's I I can get him here right now, but I would need to leave the room because you can't be in the same room as that person. Oh. Uh, Should we bring him in? No. Okay, you can go. <laughs> was that your doppelganger? Yeah, he was outside. Oh, there he comes. What? The Apple remote. Okay, Ben, give my doppelganger the Apple remote. Say bye. Bye. No, loud. Bye. Okay, bye. Shut the door. He wants to come in. He can't. That was the doppelganger's dad. Because I don't think he's pretty nonverbal at this point. Who, dad or the doppelganger? The doppelganger. And dad. And dad. The doppelganger's dad. Um, where were we before we were rudely interrupted? Um, nowhere, actually. We're on a highway to nowhere. No, a highway not, to hell. Go. Going nowhere. Drake Bell. Can you introduce the real topic, though? Okay, so, I'll you set the scene. Start from the beginning of last summer. So. And you know what, let's just do our entire film career. Okay. Starting, but that also started at the beginning of last summer. But it wasn't with, you know. Just what? Take it away. Okay. So, in August 2015. No, no, no. In, like, June 2015. No. Yes. We did it in August. What happened in June? My first movie. What was your first movie? The dog movie. Oh, right. In June 2015, I was assigned a project for a class where we needed to come up with a product and then make an advertisement for it that is that uses like 
advertising techniques, so like appealing to people's emotions and their feelings and charity and stuff like that. So, I, I told my group, I said, I got a guy, you don't need to worry about a thing, we will take care of the whole thing, and I guarantee you a passing grade. So. Wait, what did you say? I said, well, first of all, this is the product that my group came up with. I was in a group with a good friend of mine, a kid who I kind of knew, and a girl who I fucking hate. Who was that? Who? Who was it? BC. Her first name's Bree. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, she likes guns. And roses? No. She probably does like guns and roses, though. Probably. Um, but anyway, I was like, guys... What are we going to do? And nobody had any idea. They were like, oh, I don't know what our price is going to be. So I was like, how about a, a a pet food that you can also feed to your kids? And they can slop down on it. And they were like, okay. Because this group, they weren't uh, the most creative when it came to that. And I was like, no, trust me. This is going to make millions if you can feed your son and your dog the same shit. And out of the same bowl, it's going to be good. Can? Out of the same can. You save a lot of money, and then more people will have dogs, and less people will have kids. So it'll really even out the population. The dog-to-kid ratio is really skewed right now. Um, so, because most ki- people either don't have a dog or have one dog, but most people have at least one kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So any way to get rid of kids and get more dogs and have them coexist peacefully, integrated in society together... Is a win. So anyway, we called it Unifood because it unifies your dog and your son and your boy. Not not for girls. girls. We're going to make hopeful... There's going to be a separate one for girls. It's going to taste a lot worse. Yeah, and it's going to be pink so they know it's for them. Um, So I was like, guys, I will do this whole project by myself. Just trust me. I got a guy who can edit it. It's going to be great, and I will guarantee you a passing grade. So they were like, cool, we don't have to do any work. Um, so, we went to Savers, the thrift store near us, and we got this big fluffy coat, coat, and we also went to, like, a party store. Me, Ben, and, um... Ezra. The late Ezra Brodsky. (laughs) Ezra. Late Ezra. I'm not going to say his last name, but I just did. Um, so we went to Savers and got that, and then we got makeup to make Ben into a dog. So we wanted to have, like, a 1950s vibe. So what we did was we took... Basically, we painted Ben's face to look like a dog. It was, like, white and brown with a big tongue. Um, and then we put on that big fluffy coat and had him get on all fours. It was really realistic. You might not even be able to tell that it's him. It was great. And then we wanted to go for the 1950s aesthetic. So we had Ezra wear a Mickey Mouse, um, like, button-down shirt. And we drew on a curly Q mustache and a monocle and a bow tie. And we purposely painted those on for the a more realistic effect. Yeah. Um, and we had Ben, you know, uh, walk with Ezra. And then I... No, Ezra was taking me for a Ezra walk. Ezra was taking Ben for a walk because Ben was the dog. And I said, boy, dog... Almost time for your big baseball game. Let's eat. Well, you're the owner of the two. I was the owner. I was the master of the two of them. And, um, and I incorporated baseball because it's a, it's it's America's pastime. So they come in, and we get two bowls of uni food, which was just chick, uh, chili. Uh, they're both in dog bowls. 
Ben takes the spoon and throws it and just starts chowing down, and it's all over his face. And that, dog. And because he's the dog. And I think Ezra also just slams his face in it because he was Ezra. And then tragedy strikes, and Ben is hit by a car. And the driver of the car? The driver of the car is the Dirty Dan, who's been on a couple podcasts, who's a furry, and, um, and likes iCarly. You might recognize him if you listen to some previous episodes. But now you don't want to talk to him because he's a dog murderer. So we hit Ben, a.k.a. Dog, with the car, and Ezra comes running out of the house with probably the best performance of his life, and he goes, My dog! But the way he says it is like, you can My feel... My dog! Yes. It was, really it was similar to that. My and, dog! And my dog! <laughs> my dog! <laughs> can you do it again? My dog! My dog! My dog! So anyway, he has this this emotional uh, delivery of that line of, My dog! He goes to the driver's side of the car, he opens the door, he grabs Dan by the, by the collar, and just, like, picks him up by the collar. It's a dramatic scene. And then Ben's lying on the ground because he is fatally wounded. And Ezra goes up, it's black and white, slow motion, and he goes, I'll miss you, old timer. Kisses Ben on the nose. We get a close-up of Ben's face. He opens his eyes and starts panting. The love brought him back to life. Then we see Ezra in the backyard hit a baseball. Big, like, boom, sound effect as he hits it and goes, Unifood, it's a home run. Then we have a montage in black and white with, uh, with the Jackson 5's I Want You Back in the background of dogs running around in black and white um, for the Unifood alumni. I showed this to my class, and we got a... Drum roll. A 73. <laughs> but my teacher laughed. So, and my group was like, if we only got a 73, you know what? To all of you, you did nothing, okay? I know, I guarantee Actually, you. I did your whole project for you. Ben did pretty much the whole project. I filmed it, he edited it. He, he went in our neighborhood where we're not too popular, dressed as a dog. We're very, um, that's for a different time, but our neighborhood does not like us. Yeah, we're not fan favorites. We'll just say that. We should do, next episode, we'll do Neighbors, starring Seth Rogen. Neighbors! Neighbors! And, uh, Zach Efron. So, anyway, my group, you did none of the work, and you got a passing grade on your final exam. So, fuck you. And also, it will, um, it's one of those things that, it's like a fine wine. It gets better with age. I actually found it, saved it on my computer, so maybe someday the world can see it. It's not, I don't think that the world's ready yet. Yeah, no. Not it's until not. at least 2063. after the next invasion of Poland. Yeah, then we will release it. Yeah. So, anyway, we realize after that, that we got, we got something special. We got some film chops. We've got, chop, chop. We've, we've got, got the emotional skill. appeal, we've got... The, the editing skill. We got the comedy. We got the the, the patriotism with the baseball and the dad and the dog. That what's more American than those three things? Beer and and uh, racism and titties. So, and but we couldn't know. use racism, beer, and titties in a school project so because we were as American as we possibly could be. But after I uh, was done with that year, we could be. As American as we wanted. And because it what, was summer, baby. There's two words that describe America. Muddy. Rock oh. and roll. Because rock and roll was so, invented by 
a soldier in America. Yeah, and his name? Uh, Sergeant. No, no, no! <laughs> Don't, I was going to say that too, but... Okay, so we won't. So, Ben, do you want to explain a little bit about uh, the creation? So, basically, yeah. We had this idea. It was, it was, we were, our plan was we were just going to like film some scenes like one day, and it would be like a like one-minute like thing. Like a little... Actually, it was supposed to be just... We were making a fake music video. No, we, we were making a fake documentary. No, it was originally just going to be a fake music video. It was me and Ezra in, like, very stereotypical 1970s, 1980s rock star clothing. So they had, like, and the face paint with, like, a star yeah, on their face. Ben had an American flag wrapped around them. Ezra was shirtless. Very stereotypical rock star um, outfits and face paint. And we were out on our deck, which looked like a stage. Still does look like a stage. <laughs> it doesn't really look like a stage, but okay. Um, it's a raised platform, so yeah, it's a stage. Um... No, it looks exactly like a stage, bro. It looks pretty much like, uh, if you go to the, uh, L.A. Forum, it looks like that, but a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, I'm not kidding. And so we did it, and it was us, like, just, like, wailing on our instruments, like, just, like, doing nonsense, like, screaming. We muted the audio of the actual video we filmed and put, uh, Eddie Van Halen's eruption over it, and it looked really real. Not yeah, really. It didn't look a little funny, bit. But that was the funny part. It looked, it looked like, it looked real enough so it wasn't clearly fake, but fake enough that it wasn't real. It was, you know what I mean? It was like, if you looked at it quickly... No, it was clearly fake. No. Okay. I say right. it's pretty real. Um, he's kidding, by the way. I, I'm kind of not. <laughs> there are some parts, like at the beginning when Ben turns around with his guitar and starts playing, it starts at the perfect it's time. It's just really well-timed. It's very well like, done. coincidentally, but... No, not you're <laughs> underestimating my skills. All right. Um, well, we shot that, and we were, like, we, we were we in got character. something here. We were in character. And then, so we, we put that scene on the computer. It's about, I'd say, maybe 40 seconds long. Less. Less. Probably, like, like, 25. Yeah, like, 25. And, um, and then we put a title slide, and we had to think of a band name, and it, we were thinking of puns for, like, rock star names, and instead of Muddy Waters, uh, Ezra came up with Muddy Flaps. <laughs> Not sure how we got there. Because uh, we thought it was, like, it was gross and semi-sexual. Like, if also, you think of Muddy Flaps, like, that's fucking It also kind of makes sense, because, like, mud flaps on a car. Yeah. Um, anyway, we put in that title slide, and we made a mockumentary about two rock stars named... Todd it was okay. It was gonna start out about a mockumentary between two rock stars who are like big into drugs and they're about to perform their biggest show. But it slowly worked into two rock stars who were gonna do drugs and were gonna perform a big show and then decided to run away into the wilderness to escape. And then they started being hunted by a test tube baby. And yeah. So let's describe the plot. Uh, you can try. Okay, it starts off. It's with... like one of those movies that like you have to really think about. It's really oh, yeah. actually deep to get to understand the story because it's not very clearly written. Yeah, it's up to interpretation. But as the directors and creators um, and, and editors intended, we're gonna clarify what we interpreted. If this is ever released to the public, because that's the other part, is that it's never been because released. of Obama and his administration, it was not allowed to be shown at the correspondence dinner. We were going to have DJ Khaled smuggle it in, but it, it didn't work out. So hopefully when Donald Trump is president, um, he he was a big fan of the original. Um, uh, hold on. Don't get out of yourself. Why? 
You said the original implying something. Oh, okay. He was a big fan of this movie that we're talking about right now. Um, and just to be clear, he didn't see the dog video. The only people who have seen that is me, Ben, Ezra, my parents, and, and my English class, and my English teacher. That is it, and nobody else is allowed to see it right now. It is classified information right now. So I, we will keep you updated on that. Within the next 20 to 40 years, it should be available to a small audience of three or four, hopefully. At a time? No, in general. Okay, okay. Um, but they need to view it 65 right, years apart. We're going to forget what this is about. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to give you the, the breakdown of The Rise of All the Money Flaps. It starts off, Ben, he's playing guitar. He turns around. Well, he's not playing guitar. You no, can just see frame by frame. Just describe each scene. Okay, fine. Ben turns around with his guitar and an American flag and eruption by Eddie Van Halen starts playing. There's a whole sequence of them jumping around and screaming and they're in their makeup. And then it cuts to the title sequence, The Rise and Fall of the Money Flaps. Now, we have an interview with Ezra. He's sitting on the couch. Ezra, his character, is based off rock star Todd, uh, Tom Petty, and his name is Todd Penny. This all takes place in an alternate universe, which we can't really get into right now because it would take hours to describe. So, Millenniums. Yeah, basically it started with the Cold War and what happened oh, after that. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, Harry Truman dropped the bomb, but he missed. <laughs> Stop. Ben, you're giving away too much. <laughs> too much. That's why Obama's administration won't let us, because there's too much, uh, there's too much undisclosed information from our trip to Area 51 on vacation. All right, okay. So, oh yeah, he's sitting on the couch, and he goes, Hey guys, what's up? My name's Todd Penny. I used to be in Todd Penny and the Heartbreakers. But me and the biggest rock star of all time, Slick Jaguar. Based off of? Based off of rock star Mick Jaguar from the Rolling Stones. They have teamed up, and they're going to be playing the biggest concert of all time. Then we see them in the bathroom, and Ben, they're doing cocaine, and then Ben is passed uh, out in the Refer me as Slick. And Slick is passed out in the tub. Uh, Todd Penny goes up and says, Don't wake him up, it could be dangerous. He whispers in his ear, Wake up, my sweet prince. This is filmed as documentary style. Yes, this is documentary style. So the cameraman technically is like a person. Yeah. So the cameraman attempts to wake him up, and then uh, Todd Penny is like, Don't do that, it's dangerous, I'll wake him up. Wake up, sweet prince. Then we see uh, Todd Penny in the mirror, and he has like water on his face, and he goes, um, Met this girl. Didn't see her again. That's an emotional scene. And it's an emotional, heartbreaking scene because you don't know who the girl is and where he saw her and why he wants to see her again, but it's up to interpretation. A lot of people connect it to Anne Frank, um, but I'm not going to confirm or deny it. I'm going to leave that up to the interpretation of the audience. Then they're in a closet, and there's just a dim light. And this is the only scripted scene in the movie, and the delivery, you can tell that it was scripted. Yeah. Um, they said they're going to go off the grid uh, to get some clarity. So then we see them in the woods, and they're unpacking their bags, and Slick brought an orange, jump back, that's the Rolling Stones. Uh, that's an album, by the way. Yeah, and what else? Uh, that's it, and yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and a flashlight, and baseball cards so they could play baseball. And then Slick brings a radio, um, uh, what is it, Something Love, Fever Love... What was it? What was the full, album? Full Moon Fever. Full Moon Fever or something, by... Tom Penny, and then Ben or Slick says, "Why did you bring that?" And Todd says, "The memories, man, the memories." Because he's m remembering his old band. And this is gonna create some tension. So he brings a radio. Yeah. Then, well, well, Slick's thinking here is, I can confirm, 
why would you bring like your CD from your old band? We're in the like this is the new. You have a new project with me. Why do you bring? But it this up? is problematic because Slick brought the Rolling Stones album. Yeah, and Todd so, didn't have the balls to say anything to him. Todd didn't care because Todd wasn't a pussy bitch. As you can see, I'm Team Todd. <laughs> if you're salty with Slick, that's that's your own deal. But I don't approve of it, and I don't agree with your lifestyle. All right. So then. Todd is going to hunt some dinner, and there's this beautiful apple, and he's about to go... Sh oh! Huge plot thing that I'm missing. He brought this rusty old stick shooter. Oh, yeah. It's Todd, a gun. Todd Penny bought a gun. It's a, it's a, it's like an old-time West pistol. Um, so he's going to go hunt that, that delicious Granny Smith red apple. Um, he pulls out the gun. Pulls out the gun, and then goes, Slick runs up. Then he goes, Ezra said, or Todd says, uh, been watching this beast for a couple days now. I'm going to kill this beast, we're going to eat it for dinner. As if he's hunting an animal, but it's really an apple, which is the joke. It's, well, it's, it's it could really be considered kind of a joke. It's next level humor. A lot of people wouldn't get it. Yeah, it's intellectual humor. So anyway, then Slick runs up, his shirt is bunched up in his mouth, and he has a stick. And he goes no up one to, knew that this was coming on oh, set. This was an improv to an improv performance um, by Ben, where he runs up his shirt in his mouth so he won't laugh, and he smashes it, With turns around to the camera, the camera zooms in on his face, and he goes... Ben, you want to say it? I got dinner. I got dinner. So. And that is like, even still watching that now, it's really hard not to laugh at that scene. Maybe because we, maybe it's just, <laughs> we think it's funny. But I, it's really funny. It's just really funny and you have to see it. Like you it's, don't get it by describing yeah. it. Anyway, then we see the apple uh, being cut up and then Todd goes, oh, I forgot the salt. We see Slick come in with the same stick, starts bashing us. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I start bashing the apple a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty sexual scene, um, but it's quick. It's but it is it is graphic. Just like sex. Yeah, quick but graphic. Um, and then uh, Todd says he's he's lighting a fire and to a fire the, pit to cook the apple. And he goes making a fire so I can cook this beast. Then uh, Slick throws the the apple into the fire, and the camera pans screams. into him and screams, "I got you! I got you! I got you!" Then. This is where the movie it's got derailed and takes a turn for the worst. It's like it's like that movie Stripes. The first half's really good. There's the some second really half good parts in the second half. There's some good parts in the second half, but it's when it gets off track. We see Peanut at the, Boy. At the very end it picks up a lot. Oh yeah. But we see Peanut Boy, who is a test tube baby who's a boy scout who lives in the wilderness who wants to kill Slick Jaguar. The only reason why Peanut Boy was included in this is because our little brother, our little brother needed a part and wouldn't stop crying. So, we had to give him the part of Peanut Boy, and he basically hates Todd Penny. No, he hates, he hates Slick Jaguar. He hates Slick Jaguar. He wants him killed, because he's jealous of Slick Jaguar's move like Jaguar. Yes. We have no idea why, what Peanut Boy's background is, and why he even gives a fuck, and honestly, I don't care. He's been cut in, in the, right, in something just... else. We're giving too much away. So, they go to the woods, and they see Peanut Boy, and... They're on a cliff, and Slick points at Peanut Boy, who's hiding in the in the bristles and bushes, and says, Who is that? And then Todd says, Oh, that's just Peanut Boy, implying that he knows yeah, who Peanut Boy is. Todd and Peanut Boy have met. And They've they met. both are disappointed with Slick Jaguar at this point. Yes. And we'll find out why Todd is in just a second. So then Todd, they're going to have a dirt dinner. They're going to have some dinner, yeah. And then... Works. Slick eats a orange and spits it out and starts crying, and then Todd says, this dirt dinner's gotta wait, this boy's gotta take a duke. And Todd goes poop in the wilderness. Todd goes poop in the wilderness, which we didn't show, because it was too stinky to get near. And, like, we're not 
We're Some of this stuff we're kind of kidding about, but that actually no. happened. Yeah, Ezra actually took a shit. He in shit the in the woods. Um, and there was also a porter potty, like. Yeah, but he chose shit in the woods for that's called artistic integrity. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens He's after that? An artistic sacrifice. Yeah. Is after that the welcome to my house? Um. Yeah. Then it seems like Slick and Todd. This isn't really explained, and I don't even know what happens. <laughs> they kind of just they move up. They like. They go from, like, actual wilderness to, like, a nice resort, like, mountain. And... and they, the transition's not explained, but they, yeah. they're, they're there. So they're walking, and there's this giant haunted house, and Slick goes up to it and goes... <laughs> walks past the door, opens it, and goes, Welcome to my home! But he says it in such a high-pitched voice that you really can't understand it without subtitles. So we put subtitles. Then nothing is explained. Uh, Slick, Todd, Slick and Todd, Todd starts to walk... Stage. No. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, wait. What was the... What was first? The, um... The peanut boy finding me dead? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Todd is walking in the woods. He falls down a hill. Trips on a stump played by Kevin Hart. Knocks on a door. No one answers. He goes, I guess this isn't his nut sack. Because, like, peanut. I I guess it's not his nut sack. Then Peanut Boy pops up and goes, you're right, it's my nut sack. No, my nut shack. My nut shack, yeah. it's Peanut Boy's house. Yeah, like a peanut. There's like a little shack in the woods that we found. Then, Pe- he... Todd, I'll, I'll, I want to tell you. All right. Todd goes into Peanut Boy's house. Um, Peanut Boy shows Todd that, uh, a dead body, and, 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 uh, Todd says, oh, your work is good, implying that Peanut Boy is a hitman. <laughs> uh, Todd Penny takes Peanut Boy's card, and Todd Penny meets back up with Slick Jaguar on a stage in the middle of the No, water. nope, looking out onto the water first. Yeah, looking out onto the and water. And he's looking sad. And no, then that, yeah. Slick says, why are you sad? I'll cheer you up. And starts singing a beautiful rendition of Beautiful Day by the Irish rock band U2. Yeah, um, then they go on, they sit in, in, on the He in says stage. a poem, and then he brings him on stage. Yeah, Slick recites a poem and brings um, Todd Penny on stage. There's no audience here. This is just a personal scene. They're sitting there having a conversation. Uh, Todd Penny reveals why he's so upset. and it's He because... says, you didn't give me any songwriting credits on our new CD. Yeah. Then Slick says... Slick says, I'm not in charge of the songwriting credits. That's Up Top Tim. Up Top Tim is the manager. And then he, he like... falls back in a hysteric laugh. He goes, you think I handle songwriting credits? That's Up Top Tim. It's an evil laugh. It's an evil laugh, and he's screaming on his back, and he's going, Yeah, because I do handle the song. Yes. Then we see Todd in front of the White House saying, I should give Peanut Boy a call. Him and Peanut Boy get blasted into space, where Peanut Boy tells Todd that he's planning on hypnotizing Slick Jaguar into killing himself. himself. Todd likes the idea. Todd likes the idea, thinks it's good, they wouldn't get in trouble because it was suicide. So he calls up uh, Slick and says, come up to space. And Slick comes Slick, up without, Slick says, looks like I'm going to space. Slick, Slick goes to space without question. And finds Peanut Boy. And Peanut Boy convinces him to kill himself. And right before he pulls the trigger to right into his mouth, we There's see a montage of this trusty old stick shooter and the performance of Beautiful Day by U2, but slowed down a little bit with black and white. Then he kills himself. After the credits roll, you might want to stick around. Because then we see Slick and big sunglasses and a curly black afro wig with his wife, who is a puppet. A sock puppet. Yes, they are in Italy. They escaped to, uh, he faked his death, he didn't actually die. That's not explained how that happened yet. Yet. So, 
he faked his death and then moved to Italy. Then it ends with a very, um, very graphic uh, scene of Slick getting a blowjob from his sock puppet wife. Movie ends. All right, now. That was in uh, August of 2015. Now, Muddy Flaps 2, I, I know you were all really excited, and I know this has been rumored heavily for the past uh, year or so, if it's happening or not. Oh, it's happening, guys. Money Flaps 2, I know you've been talking about it. I Don't lie to me, I know you've been talking about it. Um, a little bit of... I can't say much about the project. All I can say is it is happening, it is a thing. We got a bunch of new cast members. Oh yeah, the cast is way more diverse, because the first movie was only uh, Slick Jaguar, Todd Penny, and Peanut Boy. Those were the only And my cameo. And Lennon had a cameo. Those were the only people that starred in the movie. Here we already have tripled the, the size of the cast. And we've Easily. gotten some great people. Oh, yeah, no. Some very funny people. Some people that are funnier than me and Ezra. Like, well, some, of one actors, some of these actors are <laughs> One amazing. of these actors. One of these actors is in particular is absolutely outstanding. Um, and the thing about this, the first Money Flaps we made kind of just for, well, we're making the second Money Flaps for fun, too, but the first one was, like, not taken seriously. Right. This production is great. We've we're, actually the editing in this one is much better. On it. And it actually we're making it so that like it's not as hard to follow. Like it's still pretty hard to follow. We've, no, we've showed people and they can understand. No, basically, what's no. Happening. We showed mom and dad and they were still confused. No, mom got it a little bit. We're gonna just need to put in because it when we started we filming. We put in transition slides yeah. that explain what's happening. Yeah, exactly because it goes fast. It's fast paced. All right. Yeah, it's about. We have about, uh, I'm not going to say how much footage we have right now. Uh, I don't feel like that's necessary. But no. we're but we only shot for one day. No, two. Two days. We've done two days of shooting, and what we have so far is fantastic. Is already better than the first movie in its entirety, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's already some really great lines in the second Because there were some scenes in that first movie that were just pure filler scenes. Oh, yeah, there were some really... And like, I'm not going to lie, a lot of them were peanut boy scenes. Oh, yeah. Maybe Peanut Boy will make a cameo. I think we already decided that. But this is going to be great. There's going to be much more musical numbers. There's going to be um, a lot of special effects. We've used, we've used some now, special effects. I don't want to say too much about the plot. But I'll say this. I'll, I'll give a very basic outline. Okay. Slick Jaguar. Obviously, he survived. That's been revealed. It's been spoiled. Teams up Spoiler with another alert. famous rock star. Teams up with another famous rock star. Todd Penny's not happy. That's Todd all Penny that is all I'm gonna say. might not be in the movie. Lennon, shush. He I'm might. not getting into that right now. And I'm he just saying. Is, he might not he's be... He's not going to be as major of a part. No. This is basically the story of Slick a Jack. war hero. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. We've said too much. Yeah. But you're going to love it, and I want you all to watch A very it. special sergeant. We're going to post it when, it when it's done. We're going to post a link. We're going to post Muddy Flaps 1 and 2. Yeah, we're gonna Together. Post a link to it. It's gonna be a bundle, okay? We're gonna it's gonna be forty nine it's gonna be six no, easy no, pavements. No, for real. It's gonna be on YouTube and I want you to watch it. I want everyone to watch it. And I'm gonna hype the shit out of it. I'm just gonna say, Lennon's going to college for film. When he comes back in the summer, there will be a Muddy Flaps three and it will be better than the first two. Hopefully. I'm already confirming that. Okay. I'm already confirming that, Lennon. Now we can't back out. <laughs> okay. Muddy Flaps three, summer of seventeen. Maybe even, like, winter if it, like, keeps shooting, going late. If I can get home uh, more than more than I expect, then yes. But anyway, we've been having a great time filming it. 
Uh, our oh, movies don't have oh scripts. I swear to God, the first day of shooting was fantastic, but the second day of shooting, about a week later, and when we say day of shooting, we mean like a full day. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the whole day. Yeah. Um, the second day, I actually, like, like that night, my chest literally hurt from laughing so hard. The first day could be, because I'm going to say this, Ezra, not the best actor and also not the best person to work with when it comes to shooting scenes. But he did a very good job. We got it done, I'll say that, but on day two, we don't have a script, and usually when people, um, like, no, when people ad-lib, or, like, improv, if we get a good take and we do it again, they'll do the same thing. The the actor that we worked with on the second day did something different every take, and every take was equally as funny, so we just had to pick the one that had the least amount of laughter. So maybe it was impossible for us not to laugh during these scenes, so we had to replace our laughter with, like, screams, or, like... We had to pretend that we were crying. And even with that, we had to find the one that still was the most suitable for an audience, but I feel like maybe we can release, like, a bonus extra. Some bonus scenes. We yeah. can even give this character his own movie. Seriously. Yeah, the um, chronicle and evolution of yeah. your favorite war hero. Yeah. We're not going to say his name, no, but... it'll ruin it. Um, but there's some already some great music, some great, great special effects. Um, already some, a montage sequence done. Some Easter eggs. Yep, some Easter eggs. Um, and you know what? There's a lot of learning in it, too. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of rock and roll history. We should... Even just general I'm saying history. an idea live on air. All right. We think clowns are really funny. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yes, say yes or no. Be yes, honest. clowns are fucking hilarious. Are little people pretty funny? They can be. They can be. Yeah. Um, so you're saying circuses in general are pretty funny. Yeah, circuses are... What if we did the Mighty Flaps Rock and Roll Circus? (laughs) What other bands would perform? Oh, you'd have to think (gasps) of other bands. Kids Day. Kids Day. Yes. That's coming up, like, next month. The schedule was released. There's a fair in our town called Kids Day. If If you want to come and be an extra in Mighty Flaps too, please do. Yes, a lot of our listeners um, are in Asia, so fly yourselves down here, um... We can't really guarantee you anything. I might buy a hot dog that you can have half of if you want to. Um, last time you were at a circus and bought a hot dog, you ate two of them really fast. And <laughs> yeah, I got, it wasn't a circus. It was at the zoo. And I shoved two hot dogs down my throat and got real mad about the hot dogs. Well, capiche? <laughs> that's going to have to happen. Yeah. So, we are going to... I'm not fucking around them. We're going to go to Kids Day, and we're going to get so much footage of the Rock and Roll Circus. There's a stage there, dude. What are you talking about? There's a stage. Oh, they moved it. Yeah. Alright, well, whatever. We'll find out. Basically, if there's a will, there's a stage. You know what I'm saying? I'll be in front of all my peers at the circus. People are going to think that we're carnies, (laughs) because in the first movie, we didn't have a wardrobe. We have such an extensive wardrobe of 70s clothing now. I had to buy a whole separate bin to keep them in, because the, the prop center was getting it was overflowing we have we have assless chaps now we have ben's new thing is going to thrift stores and getting going in the women's section and finding like 70s pants for women they look great we got um a trench coat we have uh several rainbow colored fedoras uh to show some support (laughs) um we have we have a cow suit we have a tail we have a like a sports jacket with skulls that's Way too big for anyone to use. What else do we have in that prop bin? We have some Guy Fury-like shirts. Yeah, we have some just, like, general, like, gross, weird shirts. It's it's a blast. 
from the past. It's a good goof. It's a great goof, and this movie hopefully will be endorsed by uh, Tim Heidecker because not too many on horn, but I got to talk to him, and I think that he's going to really like it. So I just can't wait. Um, hopefully we'll do um, some more shooting this weekend. And also, the real Mick Jagger and Tom Penny, Petty, if you're listening to this, I hope you're not upset. Oh, they can't be upset. We're doing them justice. This is not making fun of. We're no, making no, no. fun with. I know. They're upset that we stole their roles. Me and, me and you know, Ezra, we stole it. The, they were supposed to be in the movie. It wasn't supposed to be a comedy. It, it was supposed to be a legitimate documentary yeah. about them. But then that fell through because I didn't want to actually have to talk to them in person. Because you were nervous. No, because I don't like them. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah, this movie, because we're going to be shooting, like... All summer, we're going to get a lot of firework footage. I'm saying we bring back some jean shorts, because I want this... I don't think we talked about this, but it's not very American right now, Ben. What? The movie. There's been no flags. There's been no Van Halen. The only music that we have in it right now, other than the Van Halen, the title sequence, is a band from across the lake. Yeah, it's true, from across the pond, as they say. Yeah. So, you guys might be able to decipher... Who we're talking about, but we're not going to say it. No, they definitely can't, because there's a lot of British rock bands. It's not the No, Beatles. there's one. Okay, fine, it's One Direction. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's not real music. But yeah, we're going to need to have... I'm thinking in this there's movie... There's two, actually. There's two, I mean. Uh... Yeah, that. And, and, and what else? And... The what? Oh, yeah, there's two. And then there's also... I can just say this. The Pink Panther theme song. Makes yeah, an appearance. Good. But that's just kind of for ambiance. Yeah. That's We're working on a scene cool. right now to incorporate the chipmunk laugh uh, sound effect. <laughs> and we've been really racking our brains. The whole brains. scene is wrapped around that. The whole movie is wrapped around <laughs> using the chipmunk sound effect, okay? Hello? Oh, it's Peanut Boy now. I think. Yeah, it is. What, Jack? Oh, Alright. Uh, we'll go in five minutes. Okay. Peach. Do you want to say anything about Money Flaps One and your experience? Because uh, we said a lot about you. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good experience. Uh, I think. This is the skill. Boy speaking, by the, way. the skill level of the other actors was down there. I think I was a little too advanced for them. I don't think I'll be partaking in the second movie. Yeah, you're not because you weren't invited back. Because you auditioned and were turned down. That's why you're not. Uh, I think my skill level is too good. Um, I think that we all know that that's. Alright, do Jack, do a monologue right now. From Muddy Flaps 1. If you're such a good actor, you would remember your role from your most... Or just improv it. Trash movie. What the fuck do you say? Trash movie, I don't... Alright, get out. You always beg to be on the podcast. I'm kidding. Um, uh, I will say... I will who would like to hear a joke? Fine. It's not a joke. You need to quiet down a little My, bit. I know, I like seeing the spikes. <laughs> that was cringy. A little bit. My, uh, my grandfather died in Auschwitz. Yeah, that's not a funny joke. He thought the guard tower. <laughs> Alright, bye. No, I really like watching that. Bloop. Wow. Okay, get out. That's why we don't want you on the podcast. One time, uh, Ezra fired and it looked like a little fish on the monitor. Check out my gaming channel, PewDiePie. Yeah, you joke about that, but, like, I think you secretly want a gaming channel and are afraid. Guys, check it out. It's Pew D. Hi. Okay, get the fuck out. And then my Jack, backup's Marky. His backup's Marky? 
Alright, you know what, with that, I think that we best just end the podcast. I feel like a lot of people tuned out. <laughs> I could talk about Mighty Flaps all day. Me too. I think this might have to go into a part two where we describe the alternate universe. I think we should we should probably describe it to ourselves first because I don't think we know <laughs> anything about it. Either. Yeah, I think that's too much to wrap our heads around. But I will say, Ben, we're making a Money Flaps 2 poster soon. It's going to be very American. There's going to be an American flag. There's going to be fireworks. There's going to be Can somebody we grilling. Get, like, an actual poster made? That'd be yes. really great. Somebody grilling. Somebody um, well, like, with jean shorts. Like, at the poster store. Now. I'm not kidding either. We'll make it on a computer and bring it to like Zappos or whatever right. the fuck that place is. Can we get like a couple? Because I know a friend uh, who's actually also in the movie who's running for president of the high school. Didn't win. Sorry to say. Should have won. Should have won, yeah. I'm calling for a recount. Um, he got his posters made, a lot of them for cheap, cheap to hang up. So we could probably do the same. We could, we're, we're planning on, um, this is a, a really good advertising strategy. We're going to actually hang some up at our local movie theater. Yep, and, and they're not going to notice. It's very possible that we can actually get it screened at a local movie theater because we know a kid who's like in sixth grade and got his movie screened. And his movie was shit. I didn't even see it, but I know that it was shit because he's a shit kid. <laughs> he's a nice boy. No, fuck you. He's a nice boy. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> I just like fighting with seventh graders. All Our right. movie's way better than his. Our movie's great. Um, Woody Allen will be out of the business within six he's hours. He's not out of the first one. He's out of the business within six hours of this movie being but, released. But the, the styles of humor from, and compared to the first and the second are very different. It's very similar to the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, it isn't. No. How, how could we but Muddy Flaps 3 will have a laugh track. We might turn it into um, a sitcom, actually. That was what I was thinking. Yeah, like short. Like a series. Like three-minute like, like three minute videos um, of domestic life between Slick Jaguar and... Yeah. Maybe else. following around um, a war veteran. Yeah. War. I think we've said too much. We've, we've talked about this supposed war veteran a lot. I'm not going to say much else about him. He's not actually a war veteran. He's a mentally ill person, unfortunately, who just thinks he's a war veteran. Well, again, up to up the to audience. Interpretation. That's your interpretation. That's I interpreted idea. it. I've much spoken to the actor, the man who created the character himself, many times about this. He's very excited to start filming again. By the way, he says. Okay. Awesome. Because he's my favorite boy. He's the golden boy on set. The other boys are trash boys in comparison to him. That's not true. No, they're not. But in but comparison. He's, he's a show stealer. He stole the show. Slick stole the show in the first one. Now this this boy's coming to reclaim the, the, the throne. So that's all for today. Uh, we're closing in at around 40, almost 47 minutes. Um, and you know what? Because we could talk about this all day. Might as well stop here. We Next might as well week, in part two. yeah, we'll resume in part two. Um, so this will be episode twenty-three, part one, and then the next one will be twenty-three, uh, part two. But just so you know, we're not gonna cut it here and then just like keep talking. We're gonna wait until the next time we record to talk about it because we need to. We need to actually clear our heads. Yeah, we we're gonna need notes. This it. was a freestyle one, and it's in, it could have went better. It could have went better. Uh, but we need a list of things that yeah. we need to... Like. I have to poop. Okay. As I usually do at the end of each podcast, I poop every 40 minutes on a very tight schedule. Okay. Goodbye, have a good weekend, and we love you. Bye.